0: House of Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message from this past Sunday. For more information about other messages or events at House of Hope, visit www.ihope.today. this whole new life experience growing inside. Um, today we're going to read uh, from the Passion Translation. So it's my first time using that with my whole sermon, so um, it's actually going to be on the screen for you because I don't think everybody has that. Great. So um, we're going to start in Luke. So let's take a look at Luke 139. And this is the story where Mary's pregnant with Jesus, and she's like, I'm going to go visit Elizabeth and Zachariah. Okay? So that's where we're at. So. You having fun over there? It's going to be good. It's going to be good, okay. Uh, Alright, what are we doing here? We're reading. Uh, so Elizabeth's prophecy to Mary. So um, Mary's, Mary's arrived. We're going to start in verse 40. Arriving at their home, Mary entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At that moment, She heard Mary's voice, the baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked, and suddenly Elizabeth was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice, she prophesied with power Mary, you're a woman given the highest favor and privilege above all others, for your child is destined to bring God great delight. How did I deserve such a remarkable honor to have the mother of my Lord come and visit me? The Moment you came in the door and greeted me, my baby danced inside of me with ecstatic joy. Great favor is upon you, for you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. Did that say what I just heard? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so she doesn't talk about the whole like ladder, she's got Jesus inside of her. So. Mary a little bit like actually prophetic during this time. Like, did she have more supernatural flowing out of her, or right that you know, <laughs> like it just you know things that you kind of think about when you when you're reading and you're pregnant. Um. So um, Elizabeth, so I was pregnant with uh, John the Baptist. So, um, like John the Baptist that was in Elizabeth's womb danced inside of her with ecstatic joy when Mary greeted Elizabeth. Mary was carrying. Shared it. It's like, so awesome. Um, it actually said, it, it was by Ben Fitzgerald, and it said, When we get to heaven and ask Moses what it was like to part the Red Sea, and if we ask David what it was like to the Goliath, they're going to ask us what it was like to have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Can you imagine? <sighs> I just thought that was such a great perspective. Right? And so, Spirit within us, gives us a perspective that they didn't have. And so we can now see things through the eyes of the Father and through the Holy Spirit that they didn't have back then. So we have so much more power and authority that comes out of us. Right? Like, I want to show up at the house and be like, hey! And then like just the river, like Right, and also, besides like the whole bladder thing, like, you get some fun flying emotions, it's so great. Um, I crave ice all the time, like, the looks you get when you're like, can I have ice water hold the water? You know? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> People ask what I crave, but I crave ice. I've got my cup up here, but I'm like, maybe I shouldn't print it in the microphone. Yeah, quite awkward for you guys, but... So. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of joy and excitement when you're, when you're wondering side of your womb, and then also nerves of parenting a newborn, right? Like, okay, we're going to be a family of five now. Oh my goodness, I'm not sure I'm handling a family of four. <laughs> so, Holy Spirit, come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? uh, but yes. Uh, but just knowing that there's life inside of me, and We're flowing with the Holy Spirit, and then she went into prophecy. Right? So, when the Holy Spirit comes out of our mouth, sometimes when we greet someone, we flow with prophecy with them to life. Right? Because there's life that comes out of that. All right, in verse 42, where we just read, um, with a loud voice, Sorry, for your child is destined to bring God great delight. And the word for child here is actually also translated as the fruit of your womb. And that's the same word for fruit, the tree of life, in Revelation 22. verse two. So those leaves are on a tree of life. We encounter of the Holy Spirit and we have relief, we get so, so far from what we've read, we have ecstatic joy. We get prophecy, and we have healing of the nations. This is before Jesus is even born. This is just Mary walking around in Jesus' in her womb. I know we're supposed to be probably talking about like the Christmas story no. like, when he's born, but <laughs> we're going to skip that part. We're going to go right from the womb to the empty. The empty tomb, and where am I starting? This is okay. So Mary Magdalene, um, she arrives at the tomb and she finds it empty. So she's, she's super upset about this. Um, she meets the angels, they tell her, Okay, Jesus is gone, uh, go and get the other disciples and tell them. So she runs and okay. finds Peter and John, and they come back and they get to the tomb and find the bread and that are. Mary gets to the tomb. She's back there now. So we're going to look at John 20, verse 11. Where Mary arrived back at to the tomb, broken and sobbing, she stopped to peer inside and through her tears, she saw two angels in dazzling white robes sitting where Jesus' body had been laid one at the head and one at the feet. Dear woman, why are you crying? They asked. Mary answered, "They have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've laid him." Then she turned around to leave, and there was Jesus standing in front of her, but she didn't realize that it was him. He said to her, "Dear woman, why are you crying? Why are you, who who are you looking for?" Mary answered, thinking he was only the gardener. "Sir, if you have taken his body somewhere else, tell me, and I will go." Mary. Certain. Right? That the word of God came alive there in that moment. Whatever it so, I'm with you. I'm within you. My acceptance of mercy and grace are over you. Hmm. You are known. Yes, he said to, to me. You're known in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the fullness of what he did for us in the the Same way when we speak, this spirit inside of us, is power is released, even with the simple breathing. It's just keeping it simple, you guys. Because um, the word of the Lord is alive. And when our hearts connect with His through the Holy Spirit, that's what it's about. So that word Mary just made me realize the fullness of who He is, and the layers within that are life giving. So just like when Mary, Jesus' mom, dated Elizabeth, she may have just said a greeting, but the layers of life-giving fullness were released. She was actually filled with the Holy Spirit in that moment. Um, And the baby in her womb was filled with the Holy Spirit and jumped for joy and began, and she began prophesying. So in John 20, 21, Jesus is out now. He's starting to appear. So he appears to his disciples. So Jesus repeated his a little bit earlier he says peace to you and he told them just as the father has sent me i am now sending you then taking a deep breath on them and said receive the holy spirit I, had you guys like each other. <laughs> well, I send you to preach the forgiveness of sins and people's sins will be forgiven but if you don't proclaim the forgiveness of their sins they will remain guilty here, specifically the word blue, it's the same word that uh, when God breathed life into Adam's nostrils. At the breath of life in Genesis 2-7, the beginning of the new creation life came from the breath of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit also fills us with the breath of life. He just hanging out with them, takes a deep breath and just blows on them. Curious mind only this playing right here on that. So when, when I read that, I was just like, "Okay, so you know how the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary when she becomes pregnant? His life uh, was put in, into Mary, and then it made me think about Jesus when he rose again. And I'm like, oh, so did the Holy Spirit then go in and overshadow Jesus and bring his life forward? I mean, obviously he's But oh, in the same way that the Holy Spirit was brooding over the earth before creation, no, He just is over us with His life. So with that, I want to. Because he wasn't with, he wasn't with the guys when, um, when Jesus met with them the first time. And he's like, "There's no way. I don't believe you guys. Unless I see his hands and the holes in his hands, the holes in his feet. Unless I put my my hand in his wound, I don't. I'm not going to believe." You. Um, and, and this guy, you know, like he he was a disciple of Jesus, so he knows his stories. So he's been with him. He's seen his miracles. He's had dinner with him. I see it. I'm, I'm not going to So eight days later, they're all together again. This time Thomas is with him. Okay, so we're going to look at John 21, 27. To okay. So then looking into Thomas's eyes, so Jesus is, is there. He's hanging out. Here's Thomas. Looking into Thomas's eyes, he said, put your finger here in my way. hand into my room outside side and see for yourself, Thomas. Don't give yeah. in to your doubts any longer. Just believe. And the words spelled out of his heart. You are my Lord and you are my God. I really love this because it just makes me think of Jesus. He's such a good friend. He's such a good father. Right? Like he's out there showing his disciples that this is who he is. And then you know, one of his main guys is like, I don't believe you. But he shows up. He's faithful to say, hey, I know where you're doubting. Come and, and touch my hands. Hand on my side. So he's going to show up for us in those moments where she knows where our minds are at, and he's going to answer that. And then he's going to be like, okay, now smart enough. Right? Like, he's not going to let you off the hook. <laughs> but he's going to be there to help you, to walk you through it. And then he's going to say, okay, now let's go do that. then, in John 14, Jesus begins to prophesy about the Holy Spirit. Now, this is there. So I'm taking you. Uh,
1: Jesus prophesies about the
0: Holy Spirit, and let's look like, at, so, loving me empowers you to obey my commands, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend, just like me and she will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him, but you know him intimately, Yes, he remains with you and will live inside of you. Kind of like in the same way when all the... Jesus blows the Holy Spirit on his disciples, he says, that he sends them to preach the forgiveness of sins. And people's sins will be forgiven. Do any of you ever have a hard time forgiving sometimes? Sometimes that happens in marriage. Not mine, though. I don't know what that's all about, but... <laughs> yeah. um, there's this one song I can walk it's called I think mean, it's called Justine. Oh man, you turn it on and it's just like you instantly enter the presence and it's like oh, it's so, so Because of love empowers you to forgive and you just to, to let it all go and to be like, wow, that was silly. Right? Because he just gives you that new perspective. I will never leave you helpless or abandon you as orphans. I will come back to you. Okay. So, what what I want you to see here is that, so, but you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside of you. And that's in verse 26. When the Father sends the spirit of holiness, the one like me who sets you free, he will teach you all things in my name, and he will inspire you to remember every word, He's so great that He writes His Word on our hearts, right? Because then we get to know Him, and He teaches us, and our relationship with Him grows and grows every time. And He's inspiring us to remember all that He's taught us, and that's a promise for us. Hmm. So then He takes us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a look at Pentecost here because. Jesus is prophesying about Pentecost and about when the Holy Spirit will indwell every believer. Right? So Jesus has breathed his life, which has come on us. But we still have the Holy Spirit that's within us. So let's look in Acts. right, we're going to go to the upper room now. You guys ready? So in uh, chapter 2, this is where the Holy Spirit comes at at Pentecost, uh, verse 2. Suddenly they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house. From out of the heavenly realm, the roar of the wind was so overpowering it was all anyone could bear. And all at once, a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire that engulfed each one of them. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit and were inspired to speak in tongues. Empowered by the Spirit to speak in languages they had never learned. So that mighty blast of wind is for power. Well now we have life, and we have power. That that pillar of fire initiated a new beginning into the powerful life of the Spirit. This fire would empower them and lead them throughout life. So today, every believer is indwelt by the Spirit of Christ. So that's why we can... verse 2-4 where they were all filled and equipped in the greek those two words there that are used for filled one is filled inwardly and the second one is filled out so this was the anointing of the spirit for ministry right so you guys have like this a, a lot of stuff you got <laughs> you're equipped for ministry for life for power this is all the stuff that you've been given access to if every believer needs filling life and you have power. power. So let's all go release the fruit of our womb, but not before the due date. <laughs> or the Holy Spirit that's within us and on us. Um, this season that we're in right now, you guys, it's full of people waiting for an encounter with you. From your greeting, right? You release his love and power, you know, whether it's you know, your prophetic song, like what we did this morning, um, your hope, your comfort, even your joy and your laughter, right? Those things can be contagious, difference, and most people just need that. So as a child, the Holy Spirit, you know, he was born to me, but now he's my friend. Like clean no right uh, working full-time and uh, a three and a four-year-old at home uh, a mom a wife right so yeah the Holy Spirit is very much a part of my day right when my reports break at work okay well' Spirit, where where are we looking you know we got to bring him into all of these things where it's like okay he's my constant Sometimes that tries to creep in a little bit. I'm like, no. no. We dealt with this already. You don't get to come in here. Um, you know, he brought me through many things. So, that in itself is building trust. And so, when you build trust with the Father and the Holy Spirit, you know what you have within you and what you can release. And then, even, even taking risks to release him as well. Actually, risk something that we see what we have inside of us. Uh, He's calling you out. happen in our city that are not okay. And we need to guard our borders. And it's time for when you say a name, for when you enter a house, that the bliss there comes out of you because you carry life and you carry power. So in the same way the birth of Jesus released, the good news, great joy for all people, What he releases for you in your life will spread his good news and great joy. You guys ready to release the joy of the Lord? Ready to release the power? Yes! Awesome. Thank you, Isaac. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, that's all that I have for you. But, um, yeah, I just really believe that the Holy Spirit was wanting you guys to know that it's time so that you know that he's within you and on you and that with that you have life, you have power, and it's hard to ministry, working on the saints of sins. Right? Let's pray. Let's end. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are here, that you're in this place. I thank you that you have a destiny over this body, over this family. That you have called us to the next level of our walk. Call us to the next level of our power with you. you call us to the next level of getting more intimate with you. Yeah, I just thank you, Father, that you would just release a new wave of your power and your authority this morning. That there would be an increase in everyone's relationship with you. Everyone's intimate time with you. I just declare that there would be an increase in all areas of our lives. That people would begin to hear you clearer. That there would be no doubt. That they would be able to walk out and risk. That people would be healed. That our city would be a place where people can say, Cranbrook is come for the healing of the nations, because we walk with the power of the Holy Spirit. So let release that over you this morning. And I just thank you, Father, for what you're doing this season for everybody. And that it is time, and we just say yes and amen to receiving your time. Amen. Thanks for listening to our Sermon of the Week. Our desire is that you will be changed by the love of the Father and the power of his presence. For more information about House of Hope, visit us at www.ihope.today.